Did you make any New Year's resolutions uh, this year? If so, how are you doing? A survey I was uh, looking at the other day listed exercising more, eating healthier, losing weight, saving money, spending uh, time with family and friends as the top five resolutions, which are pretty common year in, year out. What I think is notable is uh, three out of the five that I just listed are health-related. As I've said in the past, I'm not really a resolutions guy, although I did hear a term the other day I kind of like, which is to make intentions rather than resolutions. So you intend to lose weight or you intend to eat healthy. You intend to do anything. You don't put a firm you know, number on it by saying you want to lose 20 pounds or you want to do whatever which might make it a little bit more difficult. But if you intend to do something, maybe you'll be more successful in that endeavor. Uh, Whether you've made a resolution, an intention, or you just want to live a little healthier in 2023, I want to talk about it. To do that, we're joined by Shannon Crocker. She's a registered dietitian and nutrition communications specialist and joins us now. Shannon, appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad this morning. Thank you. How, are are New Year's resolutions a good thing? I mean, sometimes people don't follow through on them, but their goals are good ones, and you want people to follow through on them. Well, you know what? Honestly, I think that deciding to make a positive change for your health is always a good thing, and the start of the new year can be a really good jumping-off point. Um, the issue is that people take on these huge goals that aren't attainable, right? Like they're they're going to go to the gym every day when they haven't gone in months, or you know, they make it really vague, <laughs> or like you said, an intention, I'm going to eat healthier, but then they don't actually have an action plan for what that might look like for them. So a lot of people, unfortunately, don't make it past January or even really the first week uh, into the month because they don't set themselves up for success. So when people are thinking about eating well, I think sometimes maybe they make it out harder than it is. It's, I mean, it's not easy. It does take time, but it doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah, you know what happens? People think that an entire overhaul or a huge makeover is needed, and that can be really overwhelming. It it might work for a small group of really motivated people, or it could work for a little while, but generally it, it really doesn't last. So what I recommend is actually, you know, starting off with small changes because those small changes can be more achievable and they can actually make a difference over time, especially when you stack small changes. So, for example, you know, you might take a a small change to swap out your sugar-sweetened cereal for oatmeal instead, or eat a salad for lunch that's topped with lean protein um, so that it's satisfying. And then, you know, maybe you also plan to set yourself up for success. You do some meal prep ahead. So small changes like that can actually really add up. Kind of just building off of that, what would you suggest for people looking to eat healthier this year? Well, you know, what? I really would love for people to keep in mind that healthy eating is not all about, um, restriction it's not all or nothing and so think about adding in nutrient-rich foods versus restricting or taking food away and i would say you know if there's one thing that i'd love for people to add more in it's vegetables and fruits most canadians don't get nearly enough and we know that those vegetables and fruits provide us all these nutrients that we need for good health and that's going to help you to feel better Um, it's good for your heart and for your brain And all that fiber from vegetables, if we're adding them in, is is good for gut health, which we know is connected to optimal physical health, but also some research showing that that's important for good mental health, too, so for happiness. So I would love for people to find ways to enjoy more vegetables. When it comes to vegetables, too, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we we shy away from frozen, but, you know, frozen vegetables... uh, 
uh, are just as nutritious as uh, the fresh. Oh, my gosh. For sure they are. Just look for plain ones, obviously not ones in sauces. And here's the other thing, right? It also helps you to save money um, because frozen vegetables can be much less expensive, more budget-friendly than fresh vegetables when they're off-season during the wintertime. So always I suggest people find ways that they can swap in frozen vegetables or frozen fruit um, to help to ensure that they're going to get enough. What do you think about cheat days? Oh, (laughs) Devin, I hate that term. (laughs) As a dietitian, you know, it drives me crazy. (laughs) Uh, You know, I really want people to know that, again, healthy eating is not about cutting out foods or restricting foods. And, you know, you don't cheat at foods. You cheat at carbs. So cheat days are really part of a toxic diet culture. And, and, you know, healthy eating is a, it's a pattern. It's really about, you know, more than one food or meal. It's your intake over time that really counts. So if you plan to eat well most of the time and still keep room and include those foods that typically people, you know, keep for the cheat days, like those indulgent foods, like maybe we're talking about chips and chocolate and ice cream. If you allow yourself to eat those foods, you know, more regularly or that you don't restrict them, you know, you're nourishing your body mostly with nutrient-rich foods and you have those on occasion, you know, you you won't have to put them on a cheat day. You won't crave them that much more, put them on some sort of pedestal where they have to be on a special day. Just eat, you know, nourishing foods most of the time and and enjoy those foods every now and then. You've had a lot of good advice, lots of good uh, tips, just uh, as a, because of an ending theme here, what tips would you give for people to maintain that healthy diet or what do you want people to take away from all of this? Well, you know what, first mindset matters. So don't think about it as a diet. Think about this as a way of life and frame it in your mind like you're doing something, you're eating well to nourish your body so that you'll feel better and so you'll have optimal health. It's really thinking about it like self-care and then set yourself up for success. So if you've got goals, break them down to the small actions you can take, write them down, plan for how to overcome obstacles and, and maybe keep a journal if that works for you because it is shown that tracking helps people to monitor their behavior so that they can, they can keep on track with them. That's great advice, uh, Shannon. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Devin. Take care. That's uh, Shannon Crocker, Registered Dietitian and Nutrition Communications Specialist.